them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, why Nona too? She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. Sup? Oh, sup. I didn't know there was going to be a sup, but I'm still Wendy. And this is Tara. On today's episode, we're going to do a little mail sacking. We've got some nerd news and we're going to the trailer park and we're talking about the season two premiere of Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack, Gentleman Jack, Gentleman Jack. But first, Wendy. Yes. What day is it? Oh, there's a lot of good days this this week. Let me just start with saying uh, the third. This is the third on Tuesday, correct? Yes, the third. <laughs> First of all, it's the anniversary of a tornado that came near downtown Dallas when I was in elementary school. Whoa. And we had to like duck and cover in the halls. And it was my friend Courtney Phillips's birthday. And I didn't get to go to her party because of the tornadoes. And I was very disappointed. Oh, oh, no. It was during field day, I think. But anyway, the fact that I can still remember that happened on may 3rd back in the day i don't know why i remember that but i do but otherwise on may 3rd it's national lumpy rug day i guess do you embrace the lumps in your rugs laying around your house or do you flatten them out is this a reminder i don't know but that's big lumpy rug at work the big safety hazard that's true so go (laughs) smash the lumps out of your rugs uh also but no it could be like a cat or something so just be careful that's true right right Uh, nationally specially able pets day pets are specially able you know celebrate them i'm sure you do every day but you know exactly the fourth may the fourth be with you it is officially national star wars day may the fourth be with all all of us yeah and it's a big Star Wars month because we got celebration coming up. Yeah, we got Obi Wan starting this month. There's a lot happening. There's a big day on Friday, Wendy. I'm getting to that. Okay, I'm getting to that. Because you know, <laughs> it's May fifth, no, National uh, Totally Chipotle Day. Oh, I think it's Cinco de Mayo. And Cinco de Mayo. Everybody knows that one, but it is Cinco de Mayo. But Sarah, I don't think this just means the restaurant. But I thought you'd appreciate mm, National Totally sh- Chipotle Day. Are you sure? Mm. Though? I think it might be the restaurant. Yeah, they probably sponsored it. My favorite. Uh, and Cinco de Mayo, otherwise known as pre-May the 6th, otherwise known as Wendy's birthday day. Whoop, whoop. Wendy ages. Another year we, around the sun. Wendy ages. <laughs> like the rest of us mortals. Wendy too. Like everyone. Ages. She's yeah, just like everyone. us. She's just like us. See, guys? I am. I have birthdays too. <laughs> wow, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm. I'll be. I'll be having dinner with you, fine people, on the evening, and then the next day I fly out to Texas, going to the homestead in Texas for a week. So, nice. all very exciting. We will party hard. Mm-hmm. Well, not too hard because my flight's at eight. We will. We will party hard <laughs> and make you miss your plane. Yeah, yeah. that'd be unfortunate. Yeah. By the way, the next day, this coming Saturday, is free comic book day. So oh, cool. if you like comic books, it's that 
every day of the, you know once a year i think they give out a certain amount of free comics yeah certain, sorry, your, specific your, comics yeah go to your local uh comic shop and you get some free stuff <laughs> yeah it's free not just so a free grab <laughs> like, free yeah. for all. no i think they have certain <laughs> ones they're handing out they're not just like come this grab one, what you want uh, off the shelves or anything trying yeah, to crap. get rid of this one for a while yeah the crappy ones that nobody wants <laughs> no yeah. no no every comic is a work of art it's true well guys let's uh let's do a little mail sack it's a full sack this week, so we're going to just pick a couple, and then hopefully we can get caught up next week. Uh, Wendy, why don't you start us off? All right. Our first email sack member is from Carrie, who says, and by the way, the title was not about a poop knife, so thank you for clarifying that. Uh, Carrie says, hey, y'all, I just wanted to share with you guys what I recently, recently purchased because I know y'all would appreciate it. I live too far away to attend any cons or conventions, but I did purchase an absentee autograph of Melanie Scrafano from GalaxyCon, and I finally received it. And uh, Carrie attached the picture, a very cool picture of Melanie with Peacemaker and a cool leather jacket mm -hmm. um, signed by Melanie, of course. I also bought a Cat Burrell one last year, and I'm waiting for one, writing on one from Taylor Hickson from Motherland Fort Salem, my favorite TV show since Winona, and one from the one and only Anna Silk from a QFX event. Always just needed you nerds to share the excitement with. Can't wait for the next episode. Thanks, Carrie. P.S. Attached also is a pet pet tax photo of my doggo, Jax. Oh, my God. Jax. Jax. Looks very happy. Is it like a beagle? Yeah, yeah it looks like a little, little beagle little mix, beagle. maybe. Oh, maybe beagle like terrier mix. Very cute. So happy. He's like a very expressive very eyes. Happy little you can see his his tail is mid mid waggle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I also notice a tidy cat's bin. So I'm wondering, do you have cats as well? <laughs> Good I have eye, a tidy Wendy. Cats canister. Yes. So maybe Good there's eye. some kiddos around there too. But Aww. yeah, and a cool cool cat picture with the gun. Yeah, cat all tough. Yeah. yeah, cat Burrell, not the cat. Here he has a lot of, a lot of things in the works as far as autographs coming from different sources. That's yeah, pretty I awesome. Oh, that's cool. Those send-ins are cool. Like if you can't make it to a thing, I like yeah. that they do that for people that just can't attend the con. It's just too far away or too expensive or whatever. Just timing, you just can't get away to get to them. But at least you can sort of be a little part of it, and it's cool. I'm glad you were able to share those with us, Carrie, because I love. It's exciting when you finally get the autographs in the mail, and you're like, oh, it's here. That, How does it look? What's the cat Burrell photo on? It looks like almost like a a Lannister or some kind of Game of Thrones. Is that a lunchbox? A mm. Lannister. I like to no. I like to um, guess Maybe? the things in the background, just like cat litter boxes. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Just wondering. I'm wondering if that's on display in some sort of nerd shelf, similar Maybe. to what I have. Like it, you put that photo it, on. It does look very games Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Let us know. It Send us your yeah. picks. We'll analyze them. And that, mm -hmm. handle, <laughs> yeah. that, that handle is definitely lunchbox. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Interesting. That's right. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I've got one. We must know, Carrie. We tell us know. what that what that is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got one from uh, Cynthia, and Cynthia says, "Did you see Chloe Zhao's watch list on Google TV?" Did either any of you? I, I didn't. did not. I am not. I, I, I don't, don't know, know what I don't any know of that what's means. on the watch list. <laughs> Stranger Things. Yes. Can't wait. Have you Ooh. read any of the comics? Negative. Also, no. Uh, just, <laughs> just an idea. Two strikes. Could Wicked the Xena <gasps> musical be a thank you gift for a charity ride donation? Interesting idea. 
I think we can make that happen. I think we uh, can we put that on Vimeo. Yeah, I'll, I'll look into doing that. I and we can so. send it a link. Yeah, that's gonna be the easiest way to do that. Probably the download we'll link. The- past the dubbing of dvds and mailing them out yeah, yeah we look into to, doing that <laughs> yeah back in dvd day um, i made a lot of trips to the post office yeah what if there's a xena a wicked xena musical screening and you have to donate to get into the screening that wicked, could work and then you get Zena automatically Zena. a copy of it after the screening okay how do you get a copy though no, I, I mean, mean you'll just co- a, a link. The link. link. Be able to watch. Yes, yes. Like a lo- Although we did have a pretty rad DVD case. We did. Full, I mean, it was pretty awesome. And it has outtakes, bloopers. It's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Worked hard yeah. on that. I got Worked mine. Very hard on copy. That. We're trying to think of some things, Kat, we might need your help, that we can do for the upcoming Xena convention. We want to we do it like every year prior. Wendy and I have done something like it made a video, a little yeah. movie. Well, we made we seen a, a Wicked Musical, um, done some other things. So I would like to do a snop podcast or, you know, we might pick your brain as far as mm. ideas on what we could do. We can't do another epic like Wicked Xena Musical. That was 45 minutes long. And, uh, but could do something shorter. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you <laughs> guys with have with less cast members. <laughs> ideas for shorts, right? There's got to be something. Yeah. Do you have ideas kicking around? No. No. <laughs> Just one that I thought of um, after we got back from the Xena re- Zenite retreat. Yeah. That um, is in the, would not be easy to do. No. I thought no. of it in the shower. So exhausting. <laughs> thought of it in the shower. I had to get out of the shower and write it down. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe do something. We'll kick around some things. By the way, would you like to know what's on Chloe Zhao's? watch list yes i think you'll find some common factors i'm gonna read them fast because it's a long list lord of the rings the two towers wuthering heights from 2012 buffy the vampire slayer hey blade runner 2049 the new world the office into the abyss happy together casablanca mad men interstellar x files Mm. Ah, unforgiven interview with the vampire bicycle thieves game of thrones the godfather hud greece the Tree of Life. Ooh, I did like that one. Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Boom. Mm. Captain America, Civil War. Wow. I know you love that one, Tara. The Revenant. No, I like Winter Soldier. Oh, that's right. Winter Soldier. The Revenant, Trigun, Terminator 2. Whoa. Raise the Red Lantern, 2001, A Space Odyssey, and Lust, comma, Caution. I don't know Ooh. what that is. But anyway, that's how. I like that. Always got, got, got some good stuff on that list. That is sure. a wide-ranging list. Yeah, I love I like that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but Cynthia, yes, we can get somehow we'll a copy of people that have donated to my charity ride. And that ride is coming up very soon. Yeah, it is. I'm still interested. Our, the link is in our Instagram bio and maybe our Twitter bio too. I don't know. Uh, or it's on Twitter as well. Um, yeah. But thank you so much to everyone that has donated. And yes, that would be um, a good thing to add as a thank you. Hey, I've got an email. It's from Beck. Yeah, Beck. You guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. Hey, nerds. Hey, hey Beck. Beck. Firstly, Wendy, I apologize for my razzing about poop last week. It was only fair, though. I give it to the other two so much. It was definitely your turn. The other two, Tara. We're the other two. <laughs> 
Also, please remember. At least remember, we're not the number two. <laughs> that's <Fine>. true. Ayo. <laughs> also, please remember that gentle bullying is my love language. Kat, I have mm-hmm. to say I thoroughly enjoyed the awkward pause after your owl joke last week. It was gold. <laughs> You'll be happy to know it. It may it made me chuckle a little. Thanks, Beck. <laughs> I'll take it. I am super in on the idea of group Zoom hang for charity. I don't care what is involved. I'm in. I was super excited this week as the new Camp Cretaceous trailer dropped. The season will unfortunately be the last. It looks so freaking awesome. I won't bore you all with my dinosaur excitement. You all know how I can get. But my main takeaway from the trailer was the kids have different outfits. <laughs> In the world of animation, that is huge. Oh. So I ha- it's like a Jurassic Park kids show. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I have massive news regarding my job. So quite a few weeks ago, I got a very promising email saying that they were very interested in me and wanted to call the next day no specific time, which is so annoying. Anyway, (laughs) they ring on my way home from school pickup. I asked if I could ring back in 15 minutes when the kids wouldn't be in the car. She says, no problem. So I hang up. Then I ring back and nothing. I ring the mobile number she gave, the actual office number, nothing. I tried the next day and nothing. I was so devastated because of all the jobs I'd applied for. This was the one I wanted the most. So I let my depression take over for two days and I cried a lot. But then I made a decision. I started my own business and it's booming. Oh, And Hmm. I'm only a few weeks in. It's called Mrs. Mo Tasmania and it's a gardening business. It's the best thing I could ever have. It's the best thing I could have ever done. My mental health is so good right now. Being outside all day and actually doing something I enjoy is the best. I've met so many new people and my local community has been so damn supportive. My Facebook page has 500 likes in two days. Got 500 likes in two days. That's amazing. I'm still at my old shitty job part-time until business picks up, but so far so good. I'm exhausted all the time from working too full on jobs, but I'm not even mad about it because I love it so much. I know no one hearing this right now can actually use my services, but feel free to give me a like or support. And finally, AK, your description of the mail sack last week has been forgiven, but never forgotten. Cringe. Love you guys. Beck. Hey, Beck. Beck. You now have 501 likes. Whoa. Yes. And that is Mrs. Mrs. Mo. M-O-W. Tasmania. Man, that sounds like a fun gig. And yeah. Because being able to help people who are no longer able to take care of their gardens is the best thing about this job. Whether it's a whole garden cleanup or just a sweep up, seeing the smile on someone's face is so rewarding. That would Aww. be rewarding. Yeah. You get to be outside. Yeah. That does sound fun. Congratulations. Awesome. Congrats. Way to, job. Way to go, Beck. Good That's luck so with the great. business. Can't you wait just... for you to, to be able to quit your, you quit your shitty job so you can do this full time. And we're very, we're very proud of you, Beck. So here's a question. Did you have experience in gardening? And is this something that you just did on the side and just decided to make a business out of it? Or like, I mean, I guess it was maybe a a passion or a hobby already. I don't know. Yeah, let's hopefully Beck will let us know. The, the yard hey, that's why we like. started this podcast. The face, the Facebook page looks very nice, very professional. A lot of good pictures, good graphics. Very nicely done, Beck. Looks great. Yeah, that's awesome. I wish I lived in Tasmania. I would use you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Good luck with that. And yeah, I, I liked your I liked your page too. I'd like it too. This is Tara. Um, if 
my Facebook hadn't been hacked and I'm currently <laughs> under review and I'm banned on Facebook. So. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, Tara's in Facebook jail for something she didn't even do. So, yeah. Sorry, Tara. <laughs> cool. And as of this recording, Beck's uh, Mrs. Moe Facebook page has 580, 572 likes. Nice. Keep it going. Keep it going. Let's go get, let's get Beck some more likes. And there's an adorable picture of Beck. Yeah. How cute is she? <laughs> the answer is well, very. Well, no, I really want to see it. I can't go see it. Oh, sorry, Tara. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Sorry. Yeah, in. she's uh, 100% adorable. Yeah, And uh cool. Yeah. Love it. Well, we have another email from Beck talking about something that we're going to talk about later on in this podcast is, hey, nerds, sorry for possibly enlarging the sack again, but I had to write in again. <laughs> I needed an outlet for my excitement. Have you guys seen the new trailer for Jurassic World that dropped this week? It looks so awesome. There's so many dinosaurs in the new trailer. I am so damn excited about this movie. I was geeking out in the lunchroom yesterday to a fellow nerd about it. Another coworker decided to chime in and said it's getting a bit far fetched. It's about dinosaurs living in today's <laughs> world. Of course, it's far-fetched. Insert massive eye roll. It's yeah, a, we're talking about the yeah. trailer because we're excited. Yeah. Especially the guy on the scooter that becomes dinosaur lunch. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we all reacted guy? to that. It was, it was great. But yes, hey, it was far-fetched. When, well, I mean, maybe not 100% far-fetched when it started. Yeah, I mean, course. I can see it happening. But who cares? Yeah, it's who dinosaurs. cares that it's far-fetched? It's Jurassic World. Science Come fiction. On. It's Love supposed it. to be far-fetched. Uh, Quit. Yeah. Hey, but people rooted in reality. Because it is reality that yeah. our human nature yeah. goes too far. And, you know. Get, who is this uh, person? What an idiot. Yeah, they yeah. need to stop. Uh, by the way, back <laughs> to Obviously, don't listen to this podcast. God, no. no. Thank goodness. On another note, these Zenite <laughs> retreat people sound like my kind of people if the amount of alcohol involved is anything to go by. I'm glad you guys and everybody, everyone else who went and had a great time. Love uh, you guys. Back. Yeah. Back. Love so, back. yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot consumed, but, you know, nobody was driving anywhere. Right. Oh. It's like an all-day affair. Like, you wake up around 10 a.m. You're like, <laughs> right, where are those shots at? They're kind of around. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, hey, here's my friendship flask. Do you want us to drink from the... <laughs> no. You, know, you don't giving. have to drink to enjoy this. No. No, no, no. I mean, some people are... I mean, they might still be drinking, but they have, like... 6 45 a.m hikes oh yeah oh, yeah no, you can just spend the the whole time doing physical activities and yeah. archery volleyball freaking fun yeah so it's yeah. hard to do hungover so you may but it's a judgment free zone so you can do whatever you want yeah and and you know for the most part we we only saw people drinking responsibly we didn't yes. see yeah. any people who were had who were out of control yes and uh i have a lot more pictures this is tara um to post of us with our with our listeners that were there it was so much fun to meet them again and i i know i posted a little some pictures last time but i'm gonna post the ones that actually have the people in them (laughs) awesome yeah yeah we had a great time it was just a good weekend yeah fun by the way and i i hadn't done it by the time we recorded but i went to renee's uh play romeo and juliet the next night it It was it was really good her daughter was juliet of course steven sears yeah uh friend of snop was uh the friar i don't know his name but he he's a big part he's very important part in the story of romeo and juliet i'd say no spoilers but i mean it's romeo and juliet everybody (laughs) knows 
uh, you know, he's he's the one that gives her the potion to pretend she's dead. Yeah, is it his yeah. idea? Doesn't he orchestrate the whole? The yeah, whole thing? I think she kind comes of? over. She was like wanting to end her life because she doesn't um, want to marry Paris, this other guy. Um, so I think she was begging with him, him to help her, and so he's like, I have this idea. You know, drink this. Got it. And uh, basically, he says. It'll make you look like you're dead till Romeo gets back. But he says it in a much more flowery, you know, your skin will be <laughs> of like, cold and blah, blah, blah. You know, it takes uh, five minutes to say it because yeah. it's Shakespeare. Um, but yeah, it was really good. And it was fun having the, um, the little pre-show cocktail hour. Um, you know, it wasn't was a big theater. I think it was 100 tickets and it was filled the theater. So I'm guessing there's 100-ish seats. But full of full of Z night retreat people. I Amazing. I feel like it was a very tired crowd because it was Z night retreat, but a very enthusiastic crowd. I think Renee posted that it was the most like animated crowd or you know into a crowd they'd had. So mm. yeah, it was very very supportive. Of Renee, Renee looked great. It's good to see her. Um, Did you get any one on one Renee time? <laughs> only joking about the bathroom because <laughs> I you know we were they said okay before the play starts everybody you know go to the bathroom if you need to, and so. There was a line, so I didn't go. And then as the line got shorter, my friend D and I were like, well, the line's shorter and the play's not starting, so let's just go get in line. Only to realize they're basically holding the play till everybody gets <gasps> done going to the bathroom. So by getting in line, we're extending health. <laughs> <Like> they <laughs> start the play. Listen, and we gotta Renee, go. we gotta go. Of course, then Renee walked up to myself and D when we were standing there. And of course, right when she walks up, the bathroom opened. So I had to go in because there are plays waiting on us. So I didn't, you know, when I walked out, I joked with her like, didn't mean to hold up your play, right? But anyway, <laughs> I actually talked to her mom a good bit, uh, Sandra. So I got to chit chat with her. Um, awesome. Yeah, I know her from from Austin. Um, they, she and her uh, Renee stepped out on Threadgills, and unfortunately, Threadgills is no more. Uh, mm -hmm. Partially because of business stuff, partly because of pandemic. But she said they're very happy and just enjoying their life. And good. she's come out and you know support Renee. But yeah, it was mom. great to see. Um, to see the play and see Renee and mom. And it was fun. It was a good, good crowd. Good Z night crowd. And you got to go to Disneyland the next day with a bunch I of Z nights too. My we goodness. did. Yeah. It was a long couple days. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I mean, it was like drive to the retreat and back, drive to uh, San Pedro for the play and back, drive to Disneyland and back. Thank goodness I got Wednesday off because that would have been difficult, but it was a lot of fun. I mainly spent the day. It's hard to do Disney in a big group. So I mainly spent the day with, uh, Linda and Noe, and we ran nice. around doing all the fun stuff. But we met up for group picture in front of the castle at 11 with Perfect. some of the Z Knights that were there. And, um, yeah, it was a long day, it was crowded, so warm, not as hot mm. as it could have been. But we got, you know, Rose, Rise of the Resistance. We wrote that you again. Did? We did, awesome. and we got the other one because we bought the Genie Plus. The, um, it's like an extra thing, 20 per person. But I'm like, yeah. you guys haven't written it. Linda's from out of town, it. we have to get on it. Good for and you. they, I said, it's worth it. And they both were kind of the same parts we were like in certain parts of the ride, like, ah, just screaming <laughs> and so excited and clapping. And luckily we get on it early, like about, although it was stressful because we'd gotten on the Millennium Falcon ride and we were scared we were going to miss our window. Oh. The, instead of 30 minute wait, it was an hour wait for Millennium Falcon. They lied on the mm. time estimate, but we got there and it was all good. But later in the afternoon, we noticed Rise had stopped working and I don't oh, think God. it ever started. So the fact that we got on it at all, it's My just be grateful you get people. on it. Um, mm -hmm. We did the Spider-Man. Oh, cool. Web Slingers. That was fun. Oh, so you did uh, both parks. Yeah. Yeah. Right I, I like doing one park a day because you just can't hit 
you know, you spend all, you know, you got to switch parks, you got to establish. And now you'd have to pre-do so much for the app and you can mobile order your food. You do the Genie Plus stuff. But there were things that but we all wanted to see in both parks. So we just made That's it great. work. Did the electrical parade. No, we scored us some free, great last second seats. We we're on the front row. Hey. Uh, the little castle video presentation thing. I mean, we we're there like 12 hours. Yeah, it's a full day. It was a long day, but it was fun. It was great. So the Genie Plus thing is worth it. Well, here's the thing. So I got the regular Genie Plus, which would have been cool, but they were going to get it when they got there. Then they ended up not getting it. So I kind of blew the money on the Genie Plus and never used the, the basic one. But mm-hmm. the doing the, the special one, because you have to get a special Genie Plus just for one ride, for Rise, for oh. Web Slingers, and then for Radiator Springs, the car one. So... Mm-hmm. I can't believe that car, the Radiator Springs is still such it a... It had a big line. We actually ride. rode it, but we did single rider just to get um, Which is smart. But so sorry, yeah. the special Genie Plus, you got to get one for each of those rides or you yeah. get one... Like so- you get, there's a Genie Plus you can get and you can use it on whatever ride in the park, except for Rise, Web Slingers, and Radiator Springs. Good so Lord. for Rise, it's 20 bucks to like say, I'm going to skip the line. I will pay $20 to get in the short line. I mean, I would do that. Uh, and I Web Slingers is worth it. Yeah. Web Slingers. And the way it wasn't even that long. It was like an hour. So for mm. for Rise, considering how it started, it's probably not That was horrible. the short line? Sit, no. The, it, like just the normal standby was like oh, an hour. Oh, okay. Oh, that's not um, bad. No, but I just, my thing was like, we need to make sure we're getting on it. And plus, wanting to go to the other park too. Like your time was limited. Totally. Um, and then Web Slingers was 15. So... Which okay. was fun. I mean, to me, Rise is worth it. I would pay it again to do Rise again. 100%. Web Slingers, it was fun, but, you know, I might, like, either not pay it or just wait in line or whatever. But it was okay. fun. It was, like, a little okay. shooting thing. Um, but, yeah, but it was crowded to the point where, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, the what was Tower of Terror, was, like, mm-hmm. a 90-minute wait Got it. for the standby line. And then the Genie Plus, I looked when we got to, Animal, to California Adventure, and it was, like, 8.30 was the next available Genie Plus <laughs> for the regular Genie Plus. Have you guys so seen it was the- crowded the video of at Disneyland at the Avengers campus, um, you know, how they have the robotic Spider-Man that oh, yeah. swings around. There's one where he, he misjudged the landing <laughs> and the people that didn't understand that it was a robot were very concerned because he literally, he swoops and he's flying. <laughs> he swoops like off a crane. It's pretty cool looking. And then he like face plants into yeah. the side of a building. Oh God. <laughs> like definitely have killed an actual person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So if you don't know, you're just seeing this thing fly out of the, um, yeah. I mean, it's going to kill someone. It's probably eventually. a multi-million dollar <laughs> robot and yeah. it face planted. <laughs> Oops. Very concerning. When we got there, there were people waiting to watch that, I guess. They were kind of, I don't know what time it was going to start, but we happened to walk around the right when the Black Widow show started. Apparently oh, there are shows, different shows going on like every 15 minutes. Black Widow or Doctor Strange oh. or like the Wakanda something with wakanda uh spider-man but yeah um black widow she and black panther fought like taskmaster and somebody else it was kind of hard to see from where it was but she like she scales down this big quinjet on top of the building and she kind of scales down and does like flip off this Hmm. built you know side of the building thing it was cool and then uh little fight scene was like 10 15 minutes i don't know but yeah, nice. and then Doctor Strange. I got a good look at Doctor Strange. He looked and sounded like him. That was cool. <laughs> I don't know what he was talking about, but he was like something. <laughs> something. We could, well, it was like we couldn't really get to it where we were. We could hear him and got catch it. a glimpse. So, but it was yeah. fun. Disney was fun. It ain't cheap. God knows. No, it's not. Yeah, but it was fun. Good. I right don't. Good times. 
All right, guys, let's do some nerd news. Nerd news, nerd news. I repeat, we have breaking nerd news. Nerd news. This is some sad news. Yeah. So oh, good. this was this on Friday, I think, that uh, it was announced that the CW shows Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow have been canceled. Hmm. And, and um, people are not happy. No, <laughs> no. It's a lot all at once, especially. It is. I will say Legends got. Well, the couple things I've read about Legends, I didn't watch it, so I'm not speaking with any sort of authority, but right. it had, what, seven seasons, which nowadays is a pretty good run for a show. It is. But uh, from what I hear, the ratings weren't that bad. It was only second to a couple, third or so to a couple other shows, but I guess the large cast and potential contracts and costs probably played into it. But yeah, I it mean, was a I, very large cast. Yeah. But it's, I tell you, I feel like when that start show started, it was like, meh, it kind of got mixed receptions. And then it became like topping some top 10 lists of all of television on some critics lists. I mean, people were, I mean, it got, it found its niche. It found its mm. groove. And, and so is the season over? I think so. Because Lori told me, which is where I get a lot of my DC CW info, uh, mm-hmm. that it ended on a cliffhanger. Oh, no. Because oh, yeah, I saw sucks more. a yeah. lot of the tweets saying, you know, they deserve a final season. So that yeah. does suck after you put that much in to not even yeah. give them a half season. You right. know, uh, or even it like is, a two hour yeah. like episode, something. you know, like finale right. movie or something. Like I feel like you owe event. it to shows to at least give them enough heads up to either let them know that they need to wrap something up, wrap up some storylines or at least give them, like you said, a half season or even a two hour film. You know, to because uh, yeah, now just, it's streaming and everything and people going into a show knowing, wow, it's going to end with an ending that we never find out what happens. It just and, seems like it's a it's a messy way to end the show. And yeah. to not again, to not give the the producers a heads up to allow yeah. them to have the choice of how to end their show. Did you not decide until after the last episode aired of the like? Right. I, I just, the, the lack of planning that you hear about in all these uh, similar situations, it boggles the mind. I don't mm-hmm. understand it. And they had, you know, they have long seasons, so they had a long time to, to figure this out, to give them news and to kind of prep them a little bit. Yeah. It's not like they had a, you know, 10 episode season like some of these shows where. Right. And it's not uh, a know. first season show. Right. Like you haven't invest people invested in characters and storylines and yeah, I don't I don't it's just very it's baffling to me. And then look like sci fi, what the hell else are they putting out there that has such a dedicated fan base? Yeah. You know, than than legends right now. I yeah. Uh, you know, and, and then the Flash is going into what season nine that's supposed season to end. Nine. But from what I hear, Flash ain't that great anymore. No. It hasn't been good in a long time. I loved it at first, but, but it's still there. And then, unfortunately, yeah, Batwoman as well. So, you know, uh, Javicia will only have one season playing the character. And by all accounts, she was two seasons. Job. She, there was two seasons? Yeah, because she joined season two and then it got oh, immediately right. was picked up for a third as well. There's been two seasons with Javicia yes. Leslie? Where yes. the hell have I been? Didn't that go fast? <laughs> what year is it now? I don't know anymore. <laughs> so, 2042. yeah, took over the role in the second season as oh, a new shit. character donning the cowl. 
Was because it mid? She took two over. No, no, it was start of season, season two, two, and they oh, immediately okay. gave wait, them wait. a third season. Like without huh. I remember being that. very far at all into season two, they gave them the third. Okay. So this season's been more focused on, um, well, you know, the return of Kate Kane in a as a different person essentially, but. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the growing ro- romance between romance. <laughs> Sophie and <laughs> Ryan. So, yeah, it, huh? And it's been good. Like, I've been enjoying it. I'm not completely <laughs> caught up, but, you know, I, again, hell? it's better than a lot of things. Um, I guess old Riverdale is still pulling in viewers. Uh. Apparently, producer Greg Berlanti has another DC show in the works called Gotham Knights, which is not a Batwoman spinoff. Okay. So, great. They're making room for that, but I don't know. And there's like, by by canceling these two shows, you've wiped out a huge amount of queer representation (laughs) on television. On on the most major, one of the most major networks, essentially, that has some of the most featured queer characters yeah apparently they're bringing in prequels to supernatural and a walker texas ranger spinoff oh god i forgot about walker is that on <laughs> cw look i, I love guess. walker texas ranger the og even though chuck yeah. norris is very problematic but <laughs> love me some walker texas ranger but yes i suppose they still have that going for them i'm sure that's doing great with a white male lead that used to be on supernatural but what am i you know Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> oh dear. Very what? angry. Oh apparently. no. throwing shit. You know, that's it's we're in a time where I feel like you just it's like you got to love your shows, but you almost have to be prepared to lose them at any minute because yeah. it just seems like networks will rip them right out from under you without any sense of closure and um there's no guarantee of a tomorrow. No. Mm-hmm. No. Because they just Really it's curious. all of money. It's all oh, it's a business. ratings money. And I it's feel all like, a business. So I feel it. like Greg Berlanti had to have known on some level because he basically has so many shows on that network. It seems like a real, uh, you know, issue if you don't tell one of a guy that has five shows on your network. And right. he, he made the fucking network at this point. Yeah. Like, he made it a, th- a thing that you actually want to watch. So if they didn't, if they did give him a heads up and he didn't do anything, what the fuck? If they didn't give him a heads up, what the fuck? I would be yeah. pissed. Like, come on, guys. What are you doing? Yeah. Give me a phone call. Text. Well, I know email. not to bring up POI again, but I know the producers for POI, they were never told that they were getting canceled. They just read the writing on the wall when they got 13 episodes instead of 22. And they said, we're going to wrap this up in a way just in case. And they just fully expected it. But no network producer or, you know, executive just said, hey, guys, it's your last season. Wrap it up. They're just like, we're just cutting your episodes. But I don't think they ever officially were told you're canceled. This is a. I mean, I wonder what how the networks do it. What 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 is the network afraid of? Like if they give if they tell them too soon, I think it or maybe they don't know. Maybe they, you know, like in that case, like. Hey, it hit Netflix. Maybe there's going to be some resurgence with people watching if the ratings all of a sudden go way up. And part of it, and again, the stupid business of it, CBS didn't own that show. 
if they'd owned it, they would have kept it because the ratings were. Are you still bad. talking about person of interest? Yeah, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, okay. So we're like, not talking as, about Legends of Tomorrow. Right well, I'm just now. saying in the sense of like how network, like they may be waiting to see. Like as far as well, we're not going to tell them they're canceled because they may not be canceled. You but know, like, like, what are they waiting show. for? Because by that point, right. Even if they aired ten episodes and the ratings are average the same, yeah. What do they think is going to happen? Right. Right. If they're not happy with the, what ha- it has been the last season and a half, mm-hmm. then why not at least give them a hint? Be like, you you might be getting canceled. Right. I don't know. Yeah. And, <laughs> and especially so, seven seasons in, you'd think it's right, so... seven seasons. Yeah. And the fact that like, yeah, if you as a as a showrunner, the it seems like if you're if you're ending a season and you think you're coming back, you got to have a cliffhanger, got to have a cliffhanger, got to get people coming right. back next season. But then it's like, but also this could be your last season. Good luck. Like, how do you tell how do you how do you walk that edge as a showrunner? Yeah. Like you're you're you've really limiting their creativity because they don't know if they're coming back. So is it a finale or is it a cliffhanger? Yeah. Uh, do we know what the cliffhanger was? I don't No. What if it was like <laughs> the cliffhanger was either Sarah or Ava was going to die? Yeah. Oh, people would believe just, They're like literally one. They're both dangling over a cliff. Yeah. Like probably they're going to be fine. But like maybe that's how you you end it. I feel like we would have don't really about kill that. that. Yeah. Just <laughs> there be protests. Oh, well, I would say although Legends of Tomorrow, this is an old article. Although Legends of Tomorrow has yet to be renewed, the showrunner wants to make one thing clear. This Wednesday's season finale is in no way meant to be a series ender. So it says, well, no, this is an old article, but this is what he was saying before Mm. the the finale aired. Got it. It says, um, typically by this time and time of the year, the time traveling drama has already been picked up for another season. But of course, the writing team must craft each finale well before it airs. So the show's uncertain future is often just a fact of life in TV biz. Yeah. And so it's just because of the timing of everything, we had to go up, just go forth and create a story that felt satisfying and exciting for us as writers and thinking about the fans, what they would want to see, but not having any idea of whether or not we would continue the story afterwards. So they're like, you know, they, and he says they chose to go the route of optimism and tell a story that would propel them into a future season. So it's a gamble, but... They 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 wrote their show saying, "Hey, we want to leave no doubt that we're expecting another season," and yeah. then they don't get it. Yeah, guys, TV's hard. <laughs> it's a hard, fucked up business. Yeah, especially with you know to do that to like you said, Greg Berlanti. I assume that's still one of his shows, right? Like he's, I guess, oh, you know, he's I mean, originally, be, like head head. Yeah, yeah, he's everything. like, I'm sure he's an EP on each of these shows, right? Executive producer. Like all he does for you, <laughs> give him another, give him a time to wrap up Legends. Um, yeah, just you know, it's, it's just rude. Mm-hmm. Very rude. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of rude, no. Uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's uh, let's go to the trailer park, guys. That's not rude. Step right up. Step right up. Welcome to the She Nerds Out Trailer Park. Works fun. So, Thor: Love and Thunder, the official trailer. It what looks happened? amazing. Yes, yes. Very <laughs> excited for this. Looks like a lot of fun. It looks like a lot of fun. Got um, some some uh, Natalie Portman. 
at least mm-hmm. a, like or, an arm and a glimpse, little yeah, glimpse. Mask. Everyone's like, she's so buff. Oh my God. She's so buff. Like she doesn't look abnormally, but like no. she looks toned. Sure. And strong. I feel like for Natalie Portman, I feel like she's never been someone that you think of as even hardly having that much muscle, like just a very small, thin <laughs> well, person. You, you know, know you, can, you can build muscle. But the, right. But the fact that she has muscle at all to some extent, it's like, oh, oh, Natalie Portman. Buff. <laughs> hey, you know, oh, oh. looks good, at least in that one tiny shot. Yeah. Right. Her, that shot that she's in is sort of like the big reveal, right? Mm-hmm. It's the big, uh, the big, the big moment of that trailer. But it looks fun. Like. I love the chemistry between Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy crew. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like we looks like we got a bunch of them in this. Mm-hmm. There's some there's some interesting there's like a shot of Thor on the 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 deck of like a sh- like a pirate ship. Yes. Let me tell you. <laughs> and I have to find what where this was. I watched after I watched this trailer, I got sucked into the wormhole. This is Tara, by the way, in case anyone out there is wondering. And I went and I watched an 18 minute breakdown on this trailer. Oh, amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. And I pretty sure it was on hold, please. Holding. Better than dead air. <laughs> Wendy, sing. <laughs> Thor and love and thunder. Thor, he's from down under. Thor. I don't know. It was Scream Crush or something. But anyway, I got I went into like watching all of these on their channel, like about a bunch of trailers that were not new. That's, um, that's so like they go like frame by yeah. frame or shot like, by shot. Shop like yeah, shot by shot. And they like point out all the Easter eggs. Now I can't remember half of them, but it was very cool. Like this pirate ship might be a nod to, I don't remember what it was a nod to. It's really not helpful right now, but you know, it just broke it down in a really cool way. And it's like, Oh my God, I never, and it actually like compared it side by side with how they used and like that big shot where Thor is kind of on a cliff side looking out at this big like frozen looking thing like that's yeah. an actual comic book panel like was used in oh, one of the actual comics I and like that. there are a few of them in there um and then i think i watched the one for mrs miss marvel too the new disney plus show cool. um and he same thing just like it was really cool it got me more interested so i recommend those and by the time we're done talking about it i'll know where you can go to watch those fantastic um and the of course the uh, sweet child of mine by Guns yep. N' Roses is playing throughout this trailer, which is a rockin' amazing song from my childhood. <laughs> um, it just looks like a lot of fun. And, you know, it's Thor. They've they really leaned into Thor being a comic comic character. Right. He's just really funny. And they were uh, mentioning a lot about how a lot of the costumes in this one were like a throwback to one of the comics from the 80s. So it kind of has that real fun uh, look to it. Yeah, when the, the I think the first three shots is is of Thor running. So he's a kid, then he's a teenager, and then he's adult Thor. When he's a teenager, that costume looked very very comic booky to me. He had like the the helmet with the wings on it and the cape and the whole thing. Yeah, so right. Yeah, it's oh, it is on YouTube. It's Screen Crush. They have a bunch of these where they break it down. Yes, eighteen minutes of the Thor trailer, which you don't think that. <laughs> You could like there, you care for that long, but there is that's awesome. Um, and it's done by this guy that I don't find annoying. I didn't find him annoying, so that's I was amazing. that's also what it kept me 
That's a plus. Listening. Yeah. And he has a little dog that has voices. So Okay. I'll check that out. He yeah. has a little dog that has voices. Mm-hmm. His dog talks. Yeah. He's just like, what do you mean Natalie Portman got buff? You know, it's just really cute. And it cuts to his dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. He's like, don't worry. <laughs> Natalie looks great. And he like, just talks. Yeah. So wait, hold on a second. He cuts to a, a shot of his dog talking. Yeah. His little dog is there. Yeah. He's like in an old, his, the set's kind of like an old video s- store. I feel yeah. like we're getting off topic, but I mean, <laughs> great. What? Us? No. Okay. I'll check that out. Screen yeah. crush. And it, it kind of really goes into <laughs> the, uh, the the comic guy. I think it was a Jack Kirby, his version of Thor. And that's where a lot mm. of this movie is pulling its content from. That's awesome. Okay. Oh. There's also a shot of, oh, I can't remember her name, uh, Tessa Thompson. Yeah, in a suit. Yes. In a suit. It looks like, because remember, I think last time we see her, Thor is kind of handing over like the, you're, now you're in charge of Isgard. Is it Asgard? Mm-hmm. Asgard. 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 Like new, like Asgard, new Asgard. New Asgard. Asgard. Yeah. So like, it's like, oh, she's the president. She's got this nice suit on. She's like yeah. annoyed by politicians. Probably that's my prediction, but she looks good. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And it mentions new Asgard, how it's kind of, when it goes shot by shot, it kind of shows that it's kind of become like a tourist destination. Mm. Um, so, you know, it's bustling. <laughs> They've really regrown it. Uh, yeah. Fun stuff going on in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of fun stuff, Jurassic. Okay, sorry. Love and Thunder comes out July 8th, which is By the way, July. sticking in the Marvel Universe for a second, um, Doctor Strange starts this Friday. And oh, I think a, another preview had just come out showing a lot of alternate universe type of characters that I didn't want to look too far into before I see it. It's too close now. I don't want to look at anything else. Yeah. But, yeah. And by the way, if y'all haven't kept up with Moon Knight, that thing's gotten very interesting. Very good. And Tara, remember you were saying like, oh, he's like multiple personalities. He's got the split, you know, the two yeah. Mark and, and Steve. And I was like, no, no, they're whole different people just in his body. Well, you're right. There's some <gasps> serious mental split going on, and it's they've really gone in an interesting direction with that whole thing. So I caught up last night, and it was very interesting stuff. I'll start so, watching. I got it. Yeah, I it's good. It goes that. interesting places. One episode left. I don't know where they're going, but okay, it's fun. been really good. And it's a one-off, right? I don't think, as far as Oscar I know, Isaac's is coming back. It sounds like who knows? Mm. Disney throws a bag of money at him. Sure, <laughs> there's a story to be told. Sure, they got plenty of those. Well, we're going to talk about the Jurassic Park. Sorry, I, don't, I I can't not call it Jurassic Park. It's Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, and a new trailer has dropped. And this movie comes out June 10th. And uh, there's some, obviously, there's some new shots in this trailer. Um, we see more of the, the cast from the original movie. There's a lot of dinosaurs. Sorry. I love the way Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum says dinosaur. He says dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't changed. He did that in the first movie too. And uh, it looks really fun. Uh, there's a lot of chasing around, a lot of dinosaurs mm-hmm. trying to and then successfully eating people. Yeah. Well, here it begins the where Chris Pratt, uh, whatever his name, Star, character's Star-Lord? name, Star-Lord, <laughs> is in <laughs> the wilderness and apparently Blue, the raptor, lives you know just hangs out around there yeah. and blue has had a baby somehow and they're like hmm. how did you have a baby <laughs> nobody knows anyway the baby gets snatched up it's kind of oh, fucked no. up it gets like taken by poachers this poor little baby yeah. and so of course star lord 
looks deep into Blue's eyes and says, I will get your baby back. And then the raptor dies, yeah, there. And like, he like cheers it on. Yeah, he's like, yes, do it. <laughs> I think he Yeah, he does swipe at him. It's like, I don't know you. You're talking to a raptor. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I, I don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cool shots in here. Uh, I really want to see this movie, but I'm very scared, easily Aww, scared. Yeah. And uh, even this trailer, I gasped. Like, yeah. oh, God. We, we I don't watch, like watch it. I don't like when things sneak up behind and the person can't see what you know. Yeah, a lot of jump like scares. That. A lot I'm of guessing. jump scares. Yeah. Um, and then you know everyone's running from the dinosaurs. And then one of them like clotheslines a dinosaur <laughs> while they're on, yes. on while chasing them, and I'm like, "Don't hurt the dinosaurs! You created these dinosaurs." Well, Bryce Dallas Howard didn't create the dinosaurs. The ones trying to kill her. Well, she was there at That's the her, right? original. Right? Y- yes, yes. Thank God. I think she looks great. And she does uh, look great. yeah, and so yeah, she was there. She was like studying them. She certainly wasn't not trying to create the dinosaurs or no, per- no, you know perpetuate what was going on there. No, you're right. You're, so, no, she does. She actually works for. Yeah, she works, she works for, them. for the park. Okay, right. never mind. Her fault. So, I'm just like, you know what? Don't hurt the dinosaurs. You should just be offering yourselves up as food because. <laughs> You brought this on yourselves. Don't fucking hurt them. They're just being dinosaurs. <laughs> you guys are the assholes. I mean, that's basically the theme of the movie. Yeah. The, the whole franchise is like, don't fuck with dinosaurs. They're going to eat you. you no, know, and then you're going to blow up the dinosaur. You know, I don't like seeing that. I don't like seeing that. We, the dinosaurs are not the the villain in this to me. The humans are. See, uh, well, yeah, and I agree. But we don't we don't know if they get blown up. Well, they get clotheslined and they get. Well, they're very sturdy. Cre- they're very sturdy. They're trying. They're trying to eradicate them. They're obviously, there's like a pterodactyl flying over New York City, and you know what are they going to do? Let them live around there? I don't well, think so. Well, here's no. Well, here here's what I think is happening is that because these are very uh, valuable assets, right? These dinosaurs are assets and they are valuable. So the Jurassic Park people they want to get them back. So there's going to be. I, I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of. Uh, uh, sedation, a lot of shooting them with with the uh, you know like sleeping darts that kind of thing, mm. and then they it better be throw them in the back of a semi and take them and then take them to captivity cat. <laughs> Listen, what the well, hell? Well then, yeah, or you got to destroy them all. That they're so oh, hate humans so much. <laughs> <laughs> we are the worst, you know. And you got raptors running around. Looks like Rome or some kind of European. Yeah. One gets clotheslined, but then one of them gets revenge. And I love the shot where the guy gets just gets snatched up and eaten. He's like, oh. he's, he's riding a lion scooter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets eaten. No pause. Just like, I'm going to eat you. Oh, yeah. Get eaten. Yeah. It's so good. It's good. It's a good trailer. I'm excited. And June 10th feels like it's right around the corner. Yeah. A lot more of the original cast in this one. A lot more Laura Dern. Sam um, Neill. Yeah. What was yeah. Jeff's line in here? He was like, you talked to a velociraptor. You made a, <laughs> you you made a promise to a velociraptor. That's right. You no, a you made a promise to a dinosaur. To a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's good. Good movies coming out this summer. Yeah. yeah. Big was this delayed at all? Or was this always supposed to come out this summer? Ooh. Good question. I feel like they did shut down because of COVID. 
mm-hmm. at some point. But I don't remember if it was if they had a set date and they pushed it. I'm not sure. There's one dinosaur in here that looks kind of like a hippogriff until it turns <laughs> real dark and jumps under the ice and tries to get him. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Then, of course, Chris Pratt or Star-Lord falls in. So, <laughs> of course. No, just eat him. Eat him up. I think that's the best way to send this character off into the sunset. Just, just eat him. Get rid of him. Eaten in one bite. Not even a farewell. <laughs> Tossed up in the air. And, and T-Rex. Just, just like a good five minutes of just chewing. Blue just treats him Star-Lord. like a Lord. chew toy. For the news and for a new baby. Ah, uh, good times. Um, okay, great. Should we talk about a little show called Gentleman Jack? <gasps> dilly 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 dilly. Dee. Yeah. Yes. Wendy, can, you, can you sing the song, Wendy? Dilly 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 dilly. Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. Gentleman Jack. Is that how it goes? Close. Yes. It's good. Something like that. So there, we're back. Season two. There's ants everywhere. <laughs> so ands. many ants. Then there's a Mariana. It's very, it's like. Anne and Anne and Anne. It's an Anne, Mariana, Anne sandwich. Lots of drama going on. And three, there's three ants. Well, yeah. in Shibden, there will be three ants living under that roof. Yeah. It's a lot of ants. It is. And we kind of, we, we, we did a little pre, pre prep on this, uh, we all three agreed we're not sure what's happening all the time because right. stuff like from season one that I had did not remember, like with the coal. I remember and the coal. Then they're digging digging a like a trench under someone right. stealing it some, exactly stealing water stealing his, her coal. So he she is going after him in a very sort of roundabout way, mm-hmm. and he doesn't then, know that she's going after him yet. Then we have this Mariana who. Um, you know, basically said, gave Anne Lister, you know, the old, you know, I need to move on and really broke Anne's heart. Well, now she's back and, you know, there's still a little very furious writing between the two of them. Yeah. I feel like she's going to be trouble later on. Oh, she's she, going to be reads trouble. She a letter from Anne at the end and just looks at the Ooh. camera. She's like, oh, I'm coming Looking for her. Looking at the camera like, oh boy. No pun intended, but, you know. Uh, and then in the <laughs> promo photos, you have this like, <laughs> the, thr- the thruple. You have the, the two Anne's and Mariana on there. Yeah. Is it Mariana or Mary? I'm just going to say it different each time. I don't know. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so yeah, is she, I don't. Where does she obviously doesn't live in Halifax? So she must she must show up, right? She's going to show up and cause some trouble. Something or when? Well, they're going to France. You know, the Anne's are going to France because right. other Anne and Walker has always wanted has wanted to go there. So that's kind of like the end of that episode of where they got to like, like, let's just go to France. Well, I have a feeling I know at some point who they're going to run into. <laughs> but yeah, yeah but let's look just... at the preview pictures. She's all over these preview pictures. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some triangle stuff happening. Yeah, because she could have easily just written to her to be like, all this right. will be my last letter. But then we get to see her Mariana reading it and mm-hmm. like having a breakdown. That was great how she acted that just reading it, you know, the power of the letter back then, you know, it's like power when you get a text now and you're like, Oh God, you know, but she now unfortunately, herself on the unfortunately, fireplace. yes, you can write back right away to a text and just ruins the whole, <laughs> <laughs> you know, probably say something you don't want to with the letter. It's like, you have more time, but yes, the whole, she's yeah, like hyperventilating. What's what about you write all this stuff emotionally? Like you're just emotionally writing this letter. You mail it. And it may take a week to get there. I don't know yeah. how fast mail was. What if you have second thoughts? Like, oh, God, I shouldn't have said that. But 
That letter's yeah, I, gone. Yeah, you I don't guess feel the same, same way as you did when you wrote it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the same with, you're right, text. It's like, at least you have that pause. You can maybe chase down the mail carrier. And <laughs> right. Probably, he's probably only like half a town ahead of you or something. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> but, uh, and you have to, you probably have to write it and like rewrite it a few times, like write some drafts because if you mess up yeah. spelling or something, you don't want to look like an idiot. And then you're like, I got to start the whole thing over. Especially mm. with Ann Lister. Like she's, oh. she's very, very specific and very precise and she's she like, will rip she, you a new one she will yeah. rip you a new one mm-hmm. so it starts out with Anne walking around town like a effing boss and <laughs> her outfits are amazing right and she does not walk slow no she power walks the purpose she makes me anxious how she's power walking she's like barely has any time to stop anywhere so she has to go in and make an appearance and say something yell, sharp yell yeah orders at people well, she turns around and looks at the at the audience like, oh, you're there. Something to that effect. And I, till that happened, I'd forgotten that that was a thing. Yeah, right. She wall. would look at the camera. He's yeah. kind of like, come along with me. You know, yeah. it's kind of fun. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, where have you been? Come on, let's go. Yeah. So she approaches Crow's Nest and Walker's house. Of course, Anne's not there. It's just her, her aunt. Um, <laughs> also named Aunt Ann Walker. Uh, it's Aunt, is she also Anne Walker? Yeah, she's yep, come Aunt on. Ann Walker. Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? Are they so, historically accurate or do they, they just want to name everybody Anne? I think they must be historically accurate. It's rude. Because yeah. you do that. By the way, I'm adopting Aunt, Aunt Ann Walker's look when I get to that age. I like the, <laughs> <laughs> the whole hair, the thing on her head, a bonnet, and some lace. The moon very, uh, very fru- floofy. I looking. feel like that's yes. going to be my look. You can pull years. that off, Wendy. Yeah. So after she's done her boss business, um, she goes and talks to Aunt Anne. I'm just going to say Aunt Anne because it's easier to say. But it feels like aunt is more British. Definitely. So anyway, Aunt Anne is very upset because uh, niece Anne, Anne Walker, other Anne, uh, has been missing. You know, she went to, you know, get Scotland, right? Be healed from her melancholia. Um, (laughs) And uh, her sad she, lesbian disease, her sad lesbian <laughs> disease. So she has her oppressed lesbian. Like, um, so but she doesn't come back, of course. And Lister's swooped in to, to save her. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Ann Lister's going in, just com- you can just see Aunt Anne just wanting to beat her ass. <laughs> And yeah, Lister's not, has this attitude. Friends, no. She's not making friends. Yeah. And really, man, this starts the, I have forgotten how manipulative Ann Lister is. She's so smart. So, so smart. She just makes you feel like an idiot. <laughs> um, and she's just smiling like, yeah, I'm not telling you where your niece is. She has an answer <laughs> for everything. And she just, you can tell some stuff. She's just, and she, you know, Aunt Anne threw her for a little bit of a, you know, kind of. Well, basically, she had Ann Lister had to throw in the whole, well, you know, that man stole from her, you know, like really trying to dig at like, this is your own fault. And mm-hmm. yes, they did ship her away to sad lesbian camp. But, <laughs> but, you know, she's really, but you can tell it's self-serving as well. It's self-serving. She's obviously latching on to Ann walker for a financial purpose <gasps> just what? as much as a love you. interest and in fact she's not even completely sure yet if she's in love with her we'll get to that later but it's definitely a self-serving it's not like completely genuine 
So that's why it's hard to. But even last season, but it's fun I, to watch. I feel like yes, clearly the her the greatest motive to be with Anne Walker is financial. But then, she, despite herself, she starts to fall for this right. woman, and it's she like, does. Oh, damn, I yeah. But now she still acts like she's not too sure. Right. Like even when right. she's talking about Anne, she's like, oh, she's in love with me. But you know, yeah. like, she doesn't act like, oh, I'm so in love with her too. That surprised me because, right, in the last season, they really kind of made this turn from yeah. like, oh, I just want to be her with her for her money, basically. And because, you know, she's a woman I can be with and she'll kind of marry me. Right. To the most you can at that point in time. Right. Um, but yeah, but I thought that they had come around to that already, but then it kind of did backtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they're just kind of redoing that for emphasis, but yeah. Hmm. So that was a little surprising to me because I, I thought we had past that right um so then we have these new footmen that are prancing about um yeah uh there you know there's a lot of there's like an interview process i guess that was funny very funny one was a complete asshole and then she ended mm-hmm. up hiring him and then was shocked <laughs> and he was that still he's an, an asshole, asshole. Yeah. yeah exactly like there must be is there like a severe lack of footmen in town that apparently yeah one was nine but he or like <laughs> a baby and he was like how do you 19 19 <laughs> yeah i'm 19 and then we have um her sister okay and this is even more con- this is more <laughs> confusing because Anne's Van Lister's sister, who is, what is her name, Wendy? Marion, the great Gemma Whalen. Gemma Whalen. See, but her name is Marion, not to be confused with Mariana, who is (laughs) the ex-lover of Anne Lister. Oh, God. So, (laughs) um, oh, okay. By the way, Marion has a cough. (laughs) See, I thought, I I still think they're going somewhere with that. I Googled it and her and Marion in real life lives hey. to the ripe old age of like 80 something. Okay. okay. Spoiler. Yeah. No, it's not a spoiler. It's, you can just look it up. <laughs> but just, but it's this just is a, history. This is a TV show. So we don't know what they're going to take throw us for a loop. Right. Well, when she started coughing, I was like, okay, she's this is, they're going to play this out. But then Anne was like checking her out. Eh, you're fine. You don't <laughs> you, have the consumption. You'll so like, live. Okay. So it was just and she random. was so relieved. Like, oh, right. Anne thinks I'm going to live. Then I must be okay. Yeah, that was right. a great moment where as she much as she like pulse and can't stand her sister, she desperately wants her approval. <laughs> yeah, they definitely seem to be on better terms, like they kind of accepted each other. <laughs> sort <little>. of. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fun scene when they're walking briskly down mm-hmm. uh down a lane and you know marianne saw the uh, one of the butler guys and the house lady anyway big misunderstanding but when a donkey is coming up the lane she like pokes yeah. her sister right the boom galloway uh yes yes that <laughs> was funny how marianne was describing the oh it was a, a very compromising position that i witnessed them in yes. and then basically yeah. Anne the lister takes it upon herself to go talk to this um maid i guess i don't right. know her, or, I, think she like, I think she runs the basically she's like the head of the yeah. house like she runs basically, the kitchen and everything else basically she kind of slut shames her a little bit uh-huh. she's like you can't be you know, I don't remember what the very British word was for it. Like, you know, going around doing that sort of thing, head <laughs> of household. It's a bad look. And then the the head maid basically after Anne leaves, she's like, "Oh yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am." But after she leaves, she's like, "Me? I'm the one giving the bad household." You know, basically right. like 
It was some, some French word, some French term. Yeah. Anyway. So, yes, that turns out to be a misunderstanding, which Marion has to, has to kind of come back. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny one. Um, <laughs> and then she goes up to check on the coal drilling. Right. And there's an issue with the coal. There, there's a drunk foreman who's just forgetting everything. And basically he has, he's fucked up big time. Yeah. He's set, set the project back like three months. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, we don't know where that's going, but they're already having issues with the coal. Meanwhile, yeah. we have a lot of scenes with Anne and her financial advisor. Right. Basically with him saying, you're borrowing too much. You're borrowing too much. You don't have enough money. You should sell something so that yeah. you can have some cash to cover your debts. So that's definitely being thrown yeah, at some, us a lot. There's some land purchasing and selling uh, yeah. going on. And at first, Anne is um, reluctant, but she does eventually agree to to sell one of her properties. But then it doesn't sell. And she's like, well, you know what? I'm just going to tr- turn it into a hotel. <laughs> yeah. And the financial guy's like, are you sure that's the best thing really? to do right now like oh yeah it'll be fine it'll be fine i wish i Trust had me. half of ann lister's ambition oh my god honestly yeah a force a force <sighs> so <laughs> um so lister and lister it would be easy to just call him by last name lister, lister yeah, walker. walker okay so lister needs some of ann's money walker's money yeah. Right. So, and it's very hard. She, you can tell she's growing a little frustrated because, you know, Walk, Ann Walker has grown some lady balls and has basically <laughs> said, like, you know what? I'm not quite ready to do all yeah. these things you're pushing on me right now. So back good off. for her. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. Sure. Basically, like, yeah, back off. Because Ann Lister's like, you know, we should go ahead and just sign the will. She could sign everything. Let's just sign over so we can share everything right away. Let's, you know what? You should go visit your aunt. She's really been hounding me about where you are. So you just go talk to her. And then Ann Walker's like, you know, I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready yet. Like, I had a terrible experience and I don't know if I'm ready for that judgment yet. Yeah. So, and, and Ann Lister is not used to kind of be, being told what to do. So <laughs> I think it turns her on in a, in a way <laughs> she realizes later. But, you know, so she's really pushing Ann Walker, which is yeah. not cool. Not um, cool. But, yeah, no, Ann, Ann's – she's she's pushing back. So I like that. Yeah, that's good. She needs to do that more. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so she keeps telling her, we need to be united in heart and purse. <laughs> yes. So romantic. Todd, that's, so romantic. That's where the prenups come in. Uh, right. That's really funny. Oh, boy. Yeah. So then we've got this doctor friend who's basically every time Ann Lister has to go see Ann Walker's family, she goes, the doctor says, oh, the doctor insists. The doctor says she can't come back. She's not ready yet. She's still in, she's a delicate flower. She's like in a delicate process. She keeps throwing this doctor at him. And I'm just waiting for that to be like, we need to meet this doctor. Like, what the hell? I mean, he seems legit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he has great points. genuinely concerned about Ann Walker. Yes. Not just doing whatever Ann Lister tells him to do. Yes, and he is aware of the nature of the two Ann's relationships. And he does seem, yeah, he kind of, he's ahead of his time in, in terms of depression and understanding depression and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. some of the things she's going through. Um, so he's not wrong in a lot of these ways, but you can tell Ann is really spinning it, like really just pushing, don't, dr- don't judge what the doctor says, you know. Yep. 
So, um, and this whole time, Ann Walker has really been trying to get, she wants to go to Paris, you know, it's supposed to take these trips. So now she's has kind of said, you know what, I, I really just want to go to Paris now. You know, I need to think about things before I make all these big decisions. Um, so I think they're going to be moving that, that trip up. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, however, we have heard from former lover, Mariana, <laughs> Mariana Lawton. Uh, who advises her to take things slowly with Anne <laughs> and Walker. That is. Yes. Um, so, and again, Anne Lister has admitted, you know, I, she's admitted to her friend that she takes Anne Walker kind of to have a dinner. Cause you know, the doctor is like, you know, Anne needs to get out of the house and make some friends. So yes, of course, Anne Lister takes her over to her friend's house <laughs> so that <laughs> basically what her friends could judge her and see if, you know, they look compatible. And she admits to her friend, you know, that I, I don't, I don't, I know she's, she's totally head over heels in love with me, but I just don't know how, you know, I, I love her. I don't know if I'm in love with her. And, so, and if I'm yeah, not, we're okay. still at this point. I, I can make it work. If I'm right. not in love with her, I'll make it work. Right. But I, I'm delighted by her. I enjoy being with her. She has surprised me in many ways, that sort of thing. You know, yeah. so she's definitely like coming around. But again, I thought we were past that. Well, and there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of scenes where you can see Ann Lister's uh, um, emotion and uh, love towards her when she gets that letter. Not to jump around to her, but when she gets that letter from Ann Walker, she seems over the moon. Right. Yeah, and she like she, holds her tummy like it's like oh the because, butterflies. That's right. Because Ann, after Ann Walker has said, you know, I don't want to wait, kind of pushes back. Then Ann Lister has already says, okay, well, we'll talk about this when I get back. She's leaving to go back to Shibden. Right. Um, and so they're not going to see each other for a little bit. And then that's when Ann Walker writes her. And yeah. And when Ann Lister reads it, yeah, she is kind of, she's affected by it because <laughs> Ann Lister or Walker says, you know, you know, I'm sorry if I'm upset you, I'm just not ready yet, but I, I think of you more than anything else. And exactly. Yeah. So she's definitely, yeah, very good reactions in this episode to letter reading. Yeah. You can feel the emotion. Some of the best I've seen. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> really great. So, uh, yeah. So, and and I'm reading part of this recap. It's kind of helping me remember some of these parts from televisions.org. Very British, televisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... <laughs> So I'm not remembering all of these things right off the top of my head. No, very impressive. Um, so uh, meanwhile, Ann Lister has decided that Ann Walker should sell Crow's Nest. Should just sell it. Yeah, or, okay, it. let's take it slow. You can just let this family rent out the other thing. She wants to start making some money off of these properties. Sure. So, you know, she's always kind of make trying to make a deal happen. Uh, so Ann Walker's birthday, no, Ann Lister's birthday is also, no, God damn Walker. it, Ann Walker's birthday. Yes. So Ann Lister has done something very sweet and gives her a seal inscribed with the family motto that faith is all, which is the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where she suggests, okay, if you're not really ready to sell Crow's Nest, we could just have a renter. You know, let's have right. somebody rent it. 
And then Anne, <laughs> she does, she's like, okay, that's a good, that sounds like a good idea. And Anne Lister's like, yes, finally. And she's like, I'll think about it. Let you know. <laughs> Lister's like, damn it. <laughs> so close. Always try to work a deal. <laughs> so finally, Anne Walker does go to visit her Aunt Anne, who she has not seen since before her yeah. episode. And she's very nervous about this. Um, so when she finally does have this, we'll call it conversations, more of a one-sided <laughs> bitch fest yeah, from okay. Aunt Anne to Ann Walker. Um, basically, Aunt Anne's telling her you've embarrassed his family, you know, that Ann Lister's no good. You know, how could you do this? And, and then like, she raff, rattles off this whole time. Aunt Ann Walker has been very, you know, like, you're not telling my aunt, like, all these things that really happen or, you know, like. They're private to me. And turns out she has been divulging some of that information. But at the time, Ann Lister said, no, no, oh, no, I'm very protecting your privacy, all these things. Um, so at this point, Ann Walker realizes, has learned that Aunt Ann knows more than what Ann Lister was, you know, trying to make it seem. On, yeah. Yeah. So this and is I'll, where. Well, and before you go there, Aunt Ann very plainly says, because you're associated with Ann Walker, basically people assume that you guys are together. I was basically, oh, you mean Ann Lister? Yeah, because sorry, you're Lister, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, you, you know, people people talk and mm -hmm. people know what kind of person Ann is. So mm -hmm. yeah, yes. Shame. She's not Shame. buying. She's not buying the deep friendship. Um, <laughs> you know, apparently not. Excuse. Ah, <laughs> uh, so um. Anne returns to Shibden. Um, now she's kind of going to be staying there again. Anne Lister has orchestrated this whole thing where Anne Walker's coming back to town, I'm but so she's going to live. So fucking Anne's in the show. So she's going to live with Anne Lister at Shibden. And she's orchestrated this whole thing. Whereas Aunt Anne is like, why the hell can't you stay here? Or like yeah. with any of our family. And yeah. Anne Lister's like, oh, no, doctor's orders. I just won't do. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to be away from the family. So, <laughs> uh, which, by the way, that's how like abusive relationships work. You isolate someone from yes, their friends and their family. It's like a cult situation. It's very manipulative. Mm -hmm. I mean, Brilliant. you want, it's like Villanelle. It's like you want to root for Ann Lister. But she's definitely pulling those strings. She's a little shady. Yes. <laughs> so and walker now goes back home now to shibden walks gets out of her carriage and ann lister is waiting for her there how did it go dear and she walks by and she's like don't you ever talk to my aunt about me again you betrayed me i might have added that but and the servants are standing there oh so she's airing out all that dirty laundry she gives ann lister the smack talk so Anne's like, excuse me, <laughs> follows, <laughs> follows Anne Walker in. Just like, don't you ever speak to me like that in front of the servants again. She's anyway. not wrong. She's not wrong, I guess. But <laughs> she said, again, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then they go on to have a conversation and then of course of course Ann Lister spins it and she's like 
well, I'm so sorry. You know, you're right. I, but I had to divulge some things to your aunt because she was just not letting it go. So almost like I was forced to betray you. Mm-hmm. And, and let me tell you how it's a good thing <laughs> that I betrayed your trust and then lied to you. Let me tell you. Mm. Really, it was all for you. You see what I did for you? And then Walk is like, fine, whatever, you know? <laughs> oh, and. <Anne's. laughs> I mean, and then it kind of shows Anne Lister doing some, you know, like n- nicer things. Like she goes back and apologizes to the maid. She kind of does more sort like. Of. Sort of. Not really. He doesn't ever say, like, I was wrong. <sighs> She just says, oh, you did a good job yesterday or something Good like plum pie or something. Good plum pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, then we have like a new horse being bought for Ann Walker by Ann Lister. Right. Nero. Yes. Um, well, you know, so then we have Ann Walker, you know, wistfully watching Ann Lister do all these kind of like quote nice things which really like kind of like normal people things but i mean you can see her kind of like oh she's okay i'm not mad at her anymore (laughs) she's all right yeah and so ann walker agrees uh to start writing up those papers to give ann lister all her money after their trip to paris right and also for the record ann lister is going to sign over shibden to ann walker if right. She goes first. So it's not a it's not a one-sided deal, but Ann Walker has a lot more money than Ann Lister does. Right. They're going to share the purse. Yes. But then it gives Ann Lister the opportunity. Share their hearts and their purses. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna read this straight from televisions.org because it sums it up better than I can. So finally, it's toward the end. Lister writes a letter to Mariana Lawton telling her the affair is over. Because at that point, they're still kind of having this. This, uh, well, as much of an an emotional affair, affair, right? An emotional affair. Mariana is devastated. Hence the stomach grabbing, (laughs) you know, did a really good job. Um, Lister then abandons cleaning her pistols, a precaution if she has the pleasure of shooting James. Oh, yeah, because asshole footman gives her lip and basically, you know, is an asshole. And then Anne says, yeah, cheapskate. And then Anne's like, you better leave this property in the next 20 minutes. And if you're not gone, I will shoot you for trespassing. So that's why she's cleaning her pistols. I love that. Um, ha- <laughs> uh, for, uh, Lister, yes, praises the most recent plum pudding for Elizabeth. That's the, the Elizabeth. head maid that has been, her reputation had been questioned. Right. But it was a misunderstanding. She was comforting someone who had just lost his mother. Was that what happened? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, back and forth. And it wasn't just like one letter to Mariana. It was like three or four letters back and forth. Um, Basically, Mariana saying, fine, that's fine. That's fine. I'll always love you, but fine. You know, yeah, friend. I'm sorry if my words were mistaken. Uh, Because she had written to say, you know, take it slow with that and girl basically got a little jealous and then you know more back and forth yeah i thought it was going to be like the one letter but it kept going like clearly it's mm-hmm. as if you're doing that whole passive aggressive like that's fine i'm not cool with me <laughs> here i hope you're happy in your new relationship 
Whatevs. No. Whatevs. It's basically what it said. And off to Paris, a city that holds memories for Lister of her affair with Mariana and others. What on mm. earth could go wrong? Mm. <laughs> so that's where we are at the end of that episode. They're off to Paris, you know, okay, where Paris. I'm sure Anne Lister will be completely dedicated to Anne Walker. Mm. I'm sure mm. there'll be lots of fancy dinners and lots mm. of awkward <gasps> conversation. Mm-hmm. Lots of, um, if Mariana is there, lots of tension. Um, speaking of awkward, what's going on with her eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> Was it a have thing you, I didn't notice? Have you noticed Ann Lister's eyebrows? No, I haven't looked that. They're prominent. They seem more prominent than last season. Hmm. Well, the hair has not improved. <laughs> that's for sure and the I, outfits are on point though let's just oh, the outfits so, are great. i mean always, oh always my god point. the one yeah, where she's watching ann walker paint she's like in a cool hat and like a little awesome vest and a, oh so cool i want to wear that out no she's she's on point wardrobe wise but i mean i'm looking at her eyebrows they are prominent like the same from last <laughs> season, I guess. The, either. Look, the overall Weird styling choice. in the hair does not help the eyebrows. Right. So maybe they get further. This picture looks like they go halfway around her eye, too. I don't know. She's always got them like up, too. Like, uh, yeah. you know, like a wry, I know something you don't kind you of. Definitely give her a harsh look. But Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at his. So I, I just pulled up a. A Google image search of Ann Lister. So historically, I'm looking at like a, a portrait of, of the Ann Lister. Eyebrows look normal. <laughs> and then looking at the actress from season one, uh, normal. Something about really? season two eyebrows that are I, just a little weird. I didn't notice. Maybe you're just eyebrow sensitive. Maybe. I mean, I'm no, not but, trying to tell you to calm down, but no, I'm no, just no, saying. I didn't, I didn't take it as such. But uh, I will say, so I... Um, Listener Kelly and I uh, chat very often via the Instagram, and she brought it up first. She's like, "Hey, what's with the eyebrows?" I said, "You know what? I knew there was something weird, and it's the it's her eyebrow. Like, there's something about the eyebrow. I'm not hmm. the only one. Am I the anyone else out there uh, who is a little uh, mystified by the eyebrow choice of Ann Lister? Oh, nice. Pay more attention to them. Yeah, season one eyebrow is normal. Season two is just a little extra." <laughs> Anyway. I'll have to look out for it. Although, uh, no, I probably won't be able to unsee out, it and it'll ruin nope. the show for me. <laughs> well, eh, whatever. No, it's fine. Just, uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> there are three Anns, a Mariana and a Marion. It's a lot of fucking Anns. It's Mary so many Anns. Oh, my goodness. It's a lot of Anns. Uh, but, no, the season so far is... Very After one whole episode. Very, rem- you know, feels good. like we're back in it. Um, yeah. Uh, love the show. Can't wait. Can't wait yeah. to see how much drama uh, there is this season. I love it. I'm so excited. I, I love the first episode. It was really fun. I mean, even though I don't know yet. I mean, I am rooting for Ann Lister because obviously she's an icon and think of all the shit she had to put up with. She had yeah. almost like had to put this per- protective you know wall around herself to a certain yeah. degree and always think that somebody's out to kind of fuck her over you know right. um so good for her but also just not 
want to, what's the word, romanticize some of those uh, red flags. Yes, there are lots <laughs> you know? of red flags here. That's exactly it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but it's also interesting how, and I think this is accurate to history, how her community embraces her and how they accept the fact that, yeah, yeah no, she's a boss lady and she's, yeah. she's going to, you know, she's, she's not, she doesn't back down from things because she's a woman, like that has never stopped her. And so maybe part of her manipulation, maybe that's how she's learned how to survive. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's True. how she's had to learn to survive is to just outwit everyone outwit people because otherwise yeah. she's very vulnerable to and god she, knows what yeah and she did have a conversation with her mother in this episode too where basically she does explain that she and ann walker will be sharing a purse and a life and shows the wedding ring and her mother mm-hmm. is well aware of their it's, the nature it's her, it's her, her aunt and but it's she's very Wait, much that's a her aunt and oh yeah, her, that's another her dad, aunt and her dad and her dad's sister so that's her aunt it's another goddamn that's aunt oh Anne. my gosh yeah Oh my god. Oh, so the uh, oh, so Anne Walker's aunt is not Anne? Well, I thought that the that's, picture that said was Aunt Anne, Anne. Anne Walker. Yeah, she's also Aunt Anne. So then god, does Anne Lister god. have an Aunt Anne Lister? <laughs> yeah, Anne. because she's I thought that's what that was her name. Well, Anne Walker has Anne Aunt Anne Walker. Oh my goodness. So that right, mean there are four Anne's? I'm gonna pull up a cast list here. Well, I'm Googling how many Anne's. <laughs> it, it wanted to it wanted to search for how many ants like the bug are in. Um, oh well. Cast. Hmm. Here we go. Let's see. Let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah, look at that cast list. Yeah, there. so Gemma Whalen is Marianne Lister. Gemma Jones is Anne Ant Lister. Hmm. Um, and what? Oh yeah, and Stephanie Cole as Aunt Ann Walker. Yeah, so they're all both Anne. Have, they both ha- they're both Anns and they have Ann ants. Ugh. Wow, <laughs> come on, come wow. On. <laughs> they they had to just be doing it historically because there's no way they would just pick the name Ann that many times. Hundred percent, right? Um, I think back then there just weren't a lot of names. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Ann was. I would probably think the most there popular. were more than couple though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Family tradition. Staggering Anne, amount Anne, of ands. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, mm. Mary Ann. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> A lot, but anyway, I'm very excited. So I think fun, it fun, airs fun. on. Was it Mondays or Mondays? Tuesdays? Yeah. Okay. Mondays on Good. HBO Max. Nice. So yeah, we'll continue to talk about it. I got the surround sound hooked up at home now, so nice. I watched Pitch Perfect. If anyone saw my tweet on my new Twitter that I actually use now, uh, Tara's on Twitter. It's queer Nerd Alert, <laughs> um, and yeah, and so I posted a picture because while I was editing at my other non-hospital non-hospital job. Um, I Pitch Perfect came on. It's one of my favorite movies. Pitch Perfect mm. 1, 2, and 3. <laughs> back to back. So I watched that in surround sound. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Um, that's exciting. Thanks. Good for you. <laughs> Was Good exciting. For you. Good for you and your surround sound and your Pitch Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and for being on Twitter. Welcome to Twitter, Tara. Thank you. Please follow me. I think I have 23 followers right now. Okay. You'll find that most people on Twitter are very kind and welcoming and just Better. want to support <laughs> yeah. each other. Yeah, it's very positive. Place. No snarkiness, yeah. no negativity. It's Better than the two followers it. I had 
for the first couple of days. So okay. thank you very much for those think, that follow me. I think we'll get you up there. I think I think our listeners will okay. we'll, uh, follow. click on that follow button for you. Have yeah. you followed the snop on Twitter? I it's have. A, at, <laughs> not you. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> no, I, 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 did, I did too. I just want to make yes. sure you had. Yes, actually, I had. It took you like a day or two to follow me, Tara. Oh, I, well, sorry that about that. That did not that. go unnoticed. Oh, wow. <laughs> didn't. I'm not even sure you followed problem, me yet. But, oh, I don't know. I got, Probably I got, not. <laughs> I'm guessing you haven't. Well, I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Very busy, you know. So sorry, Wendy, what is that Twitter address for the Snop? At Snop Podcast with one D. Or on Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. You can send us an email to SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. You can go to the Snop website, which is SheNerdsOut.com, and you will find a link to our new merch on the website. Ooh, it's live. Up. Hopefully it's I'll live. I've seen a request for a sticker that says, this is Tara and I work at a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's exciting. Go check out the, the, the merch. It looks really good. Wendy uh, did a great job. She worked tirelessly to get the website. Uh... I loaded the stuff and positioned it on shirts. <laughs> yeah, tirelessly. <laughs> it's already got to do each one individually. It is yeah. very time consuming. Thank you, Wendy. Yeah. Thank you, Wendy. And if you want to send some snail mail, you can send that to SNOP, P.O. Box 6732, Burbank, California, 91510. Congratulations. Everybody, nice work. Well done. All right. Is that a is that a show? <laughs> is that a show? That's I it. We got a show. I think we got a show. Tara's very uh, narcissistically waving her finger at me, trying to shut me up. <laughs> I'm channeling my I Ann think Lister. I need to uh, hand this job off to the... Why don't you do it, Tara? Why don't you take us out? On that note, <laughs> she nerds out. 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 She nerds. Girls that like girls that like nerds.